Right. Hey, everybody there in podcast land. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Best of Five. Uh, we'll have the actual intros in just a sec. I uh, just wanted to apologize for not having a show last week. Um, I didn't record the audio separately, and nothing was organized, and the Evo show kind of snuck up on me. So it just wound up being us reacting to the Evo show, and I couldn't make it sound good on the audio level. So apologies for that. Um, one other thing. Uh, during this show... Uh, the last thing we did was we uh, Automatic and I had a race in a game called Infinite Craft, which is just a web browser game where you combine elements and shit and you can make stuff. Um, and we raced to see who was going to be the first to make uh, Street Fighter in the game. Unfortunately, that doesn't translate over to audio. So I'm going to see you guys a little bit later into the podcast to uh, transition into the final section. Uh, we learned that Capcom Cup 10 was not going to have any uh, content reveals or any gameplay reveals or anything of that sort during that. So I'll give uh, I'll put up uh, the final thoughts that we put uh, that we shared on the on that. So that's fun. But anyway, uh, other than that, uh, I announced the Flow Memorial Cup, which is coming up in just a little bit. Uh, I talked about the Shinblade shenanigans, which is kind of tough to talk about as always. Uh, but you know what? I'll just let you guys get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening as always. Uh, if you guys want to help us out, just give us a review. You know, hopefully a five-star review. Uh, but you can be honest too. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> and check us out on http colon forward slash forward slash bestofeshow.com for all of our socials. Thanks, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well, and I'll see you soon. There we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey. Welcome, everybody. It's just like old times, huh? Uh, just joking. Automatic got a little wrapped up in family stuff. He'll be joining us in a little bit. Life first, you know? Life first. But hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Best of Five. My name is Elon. I will be joined by my co-host a little bit later. Uh, how y'all doing? You know, it's been a while since... You know, you and I have had a chance to talk. Um, and, you know, before we get started, of course, i got to talk about me, right? Because this is all about me. All about me. All about me. Um, first, uh, I streamed a little earlier today. Uh, I was playing Foam All-Star. Foam Stars. Foam Stars? Is that the name of the game? I don't know. It's that Square Enix uh, Splatoon-like. <laughs> uh, it was, it is damn fun. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, I hate it because some of it is a little cringy, but the soundtrack to it and the game feel and everything else is pretty fucking amazing. So if you get yourself a chance, go check that out because it's pretty fun. Um, cool. Next, uh, I, I got a couple announcements, a, a couple of things we need to chat about before we get into the actual show. Um, some important, some also important, but... Um, and as you can see, some of the topics we're going to cover today, not fun. Uh, we're back at it again. Uh, and some of the other topics we're going to talk about, real fun. We're back at it again. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'm going to put some stuff up on the screen here for us. Uh, I saw this just before, uh, just before I went live. Actually, no, I saw this earlier today. I don't know why I said just before I went live. Um, shout outs to Tong. Tong uh, tweeted this out. 
And the tweet says, honored to announce I have accepted the role as head of tournament operations for EVO 2024. Extremely well-deserved. Tong has worked so damn hard for the FGC, so it's really nice to see him get uh, a big opportunity like this. So uh, everybody join me in giving Tong of Tong Never Sleeps, of Tampa Never Sleeps, a big round of applause for uh, helping EVO be great. You know what I mean? Uh, and speaking of Evo, I wanted to clear this up. Uh, first, sorry that there were no videos nor audio podcasts of last week's show. I recorded it wrong and none of it worked. <laughs> so apologies for that. Um, but if you guys were here, uh, you saw that uh, Automatic and I were watching the Evo announcement show haphazardly uh, also it was our 300th episode and i totally fucked all that up uh so welcome to episode 301 hooray we did it uh <laughs> uh but uh i said a couple of things that were incorrect and rick uh you know rick thire rick dehado was nice enough to uh clarify a couple of things for me uh and for us uh that we that we experienced during the show so first my assumption was that the Weston and the Las Vegas Convention Center were the same venue that Evo happened in 2016. Incorrect. Uh, the West Hall of the Las Vegas Convention Center is across the street from the Weston and is was built in 2021. Uh, I think TwitchCon was there last year. Uh, there's a Tacos El Gordo right down the street. I mean, that sold me, to be honest. Westgate was the hotel for 2016? Yeah. However, unbeknownst to me... Wait, did I say the West Inn? I meant the Westgate. I don't know what I said before. Look, my brain has been a fucking mess. I apologize. Uh, but anyway, all this to say, West Hall of the Convention Center, brand new. They built it in 2021. Uh, TwitchCon was there. Uh, and I've heard good things uh, about TwitchCon. So... Uh, I, guess, I guess that area is really nice. There's a Taco Del Gordo down the street. I mean, I'm El Gordo, and I like tacos, so match made in heaven for me. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the interview that Rick did with Automatic. We'll bring this back up when Automatic... Oh, uh, no. Saw the interview Rick did with Maximilian. We'll bring this back up when Automatic hops on, but he uh, he revealed how like some of the uh, logistics for both Evo and the Third Strike Tournament. Uh, including that they're building an arena inside that West, uh, inside that West Hall of the Las Vegas Convention Center, thanks to Formula One. So thanks Formula One. I'm a big Formula One fan, although I haven't been following it. Like I didn't follow it much last year. I don't know. It was kind of boring. Um, but thanks Formula One. We can get ourselves a, a homemade arena, and that's going to be really exciting. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and lastly. Uh, I made the assumption that Esteban was kind of like the head of content over there. Nope. Uh, Esteban is on the content team, so apologies for that assumption. Uh, ben Winters is the director of. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up I'm gonna pull up Rick's DM because I'm gonna get I'm gonna fuck this up again. <laughs> uh, wait for it. Okay, here we go. Uh, I assumed Esteban was the head of content. I was incorrect. Uh, the programming director is Ben Winters. 
and he was the person who kind of oversaw the overseas content and all this other stuff. So big shouts out to Ben Winters. Loving the stuff coming out of you, bro. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, man. I'm a big fan. Big fan. What can I say? Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to clear that stuff up because I got it wrong last time. So it's about time I get it right. You know, got to give got to give the right people the right cred. And uh, one other thing that Rick had shared with me is the Westgate 2016 was terrible. It's been renovated since. So the Westgate is new. So all of my complaints about the location. No longer complaints. <laughs> they were all addressed. Uh, so. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try my best to make it out to Evo. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, but yeah. So just wanted to make sure I clarified that right off the bat. Uh, because I, you know, I don't want to get shit wrong. And I'm human. I get shit wrong sometimes. And I'm more than down to, you know, fix it. If I can. Next. This is, this is something that I brought up last week. Uh, that I formally announced. And it's happening. It's happening. So, uh. Again, for those of you that missed it last week, Flow, actually maybe not last week, two weeks ago. Flow passed away last year uh, due to a stroke in October. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I was his YouTube manager and he taught me how to play Street Fighter. Like he was my coach uh, for a little while. So uh, that hit me hard. I, I wasn't like, like, we weren't like friends, friends, but like we knew each other. You know what I mean? But I worked with a clo pretty closely with him. So that was definitely like a, a heartbreaking uh, piece of news to hear. So, in like all of those feelings and all of like that sh like that shitty mental space, this came out of it. This Thursday at 2 p.m. Central, we're going to do the Flow Memorial CPU Capcom Cup Charity Tournament, where we're going to run most of the Capcom Cup ten. Uh, groups and brackets with CPUs playing CPUs, kind of like how Madden does a game, like a Super Bowl game to see who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to be doing that with, uh, with Street Fighter six CPU versus CPU. That was one of Flo's ideas. And he did, uh, he did that for a couple years and it was very fun and very funny. Uh, so that'll be this Thursday at 2 PM central and the funds that we will be raising during the, during the tournament are going to go to the Alvea sanctuary. For those of you that don't know, the Alvea sanctuary is here in Austin, Texas, and it is run by, uh, a big streamer named Maya. Uh, and she essentially uses, uh, her stream as a platform to kind of elevate, uh, the Alvea's, uh, sanctuary. The Alvea sanctuary is a nonprofit and they help, uh, rescue animals uh, that cannot be released back into the wilds, and they use those animals to teach us about, you know, things that are either great or fucked up <laughs> about uh, those animals that uh, she rescues. Like, uh, I know she uses uh, some foxes and some chinchillas to talk about the, uh, the fur trade, which is pretty fucked up. Um, talks about uh, frogs. You know, there's a frog. There's cows. There, she rescued a cow from, like, a slaughterhouse. Um, but anyway, uh, I think what she does over there is very, very amazing. And I hope we can, you know, my, I just wanted to put some good out there into the world, uh, after feeling real shitty about hearing the news of flow. So we're going to do a charity tournament in his name and we're going to give it all to Alvea Sanctuary and hopefully help them out. Uh, try to get some, you know, try to get some more animals and animal education happening out there. 
you know? The one thing she has that always freaks me out, I, 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 watched, I watched her stream every once in a while, but the one thing she has, she has a roach, like a, a Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Cockroach. And, man, that, I, I think that's, like, the one thing that I can't wrap my brain around. It's like, damn. Uh, I grew up my entire life fearing cockroaches, and I still do, so... Man, that's a, that's a tough one for me, uh, but she brings up a lot of great points and a lot of uh, good information about the why and the how and what we can do better. So, and it, you know, if you if you want to check them out, uh, I think they they have a stream here on Twitch. I think it's just twitch.tv forward slash Alvarez Sanctuary, or you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Maya. She runs the thing. Uh, and there's like links to their website and stuff. So you can see like all of their ambassadors, all the cool stuff that they do. So shouts out to Maya and the Alvea Sanctuary. We're going to be hopefully uh, helping them out. Especially because she said they're trying to do like a turtle enclosure and like a coral, like a saltwater coral reef thing. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Uh, I want to learn about corals and fish and turtles. I like toitles. I like toitles. But anyway, that's that announcement. So. Again, Thursday, 2 p.m. Central. We're going to have... We're going to... Okay. So, this is the stuff I'm, I've been working on. So, we're going to have uh, incentive goals, right? Like, if we reach a specific amount raised, we'll have some cool stuff happen, including including guest commentators. That, that's going to be a surprise. Shouldn't... Mm, do I want to announce a guest commentator? No. Not yet. Uh, you have to tune in to find out. Uh, but yeah, we got guest commentators. It's going to be shenanigans. It's going to be real fun. So uh, all in uh, memory of Flo, since he put out a lot of positivity in the DFGC and the world. We're going to help uh, pass that on in his name. So thank you for bearing with me on that. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up. Now, speaking of bringing that up. So. I had, for those of you that don't know, I'm terminally online. And the entire month of February, and other times, of course, uh, a lot of people have come forward about Shinblade and about his conduct around women and around other FGC members. Um, and they're pretty horrific. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, We didn't know at the time, right? It's 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 very frustrating because there are situations where there are falsely accused men and women of uh, either sexual harassment or sexual assault, blah 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 blah, and that shit sucks, right? Even the who bitch this is that happened to him that was a false accusation, right? Somebody tried to get him kicked out by faking that he hurt somebody, right? That's where who bitch this is came from, and it was him, uh, but. Now, a lot of people are coming forward with allegations of either sexual harassment or harassment in general. And, you know, we remember a couple, I, I don't necessarily remember exactly when it was, but we remember a little while back where Shadow20Z, you know, big Tekken player, uh, came forward in defense of his friend, Angel, uh, and Shinblade's conduct towards her. And... Now, more women are coming forward with um, uh, with uh, their experiences with Shinblade and how they all kind of match up, and it's all turning into a pattern. 
And the thing that, well, first of all, this is already upsetting and shitty and awful to begin with. On top of that, the women who have been coming out and the people, and some of the people who have been defending the women who have been coming out are getting harassed by Shinblade himself and his crew. So this is like the Espada thing all over again, right? I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was last year, right before um, Texas Showdown, uh, you know, a bunch of people came forward, or a bunch of women came forward about Espada's conduct online and how shitty that was. And a lot of the women who did come forward also received a lot of uh, harassment from the community at large, including some big names, which was extremely upsetting. So now that it's it's happening again, and by it's hap sorry, I dropped something. Uh, and by it's happening again, I mean it's been happening because the events of the situation happened around 2020, right? Um, I have made all of the names anonymous. I have spoken to some of the people who came forward with these allegations. Uh, so all of the names are anonymous with the exception of a few, of course. And this stuff sucks, man. This stuff is really bad and I hate it. And the fact that it's been happening is stupid. And my hope is that putting all of this together into one thing in one place in one thought can help uh, make sure that there is uh, consequences and it can help show that we need to support the women of the FGC. Not just, you know, and not just like saying it because we can say shit until we're blue in the face, but this shit keeps happening and it's very frustrating. I wish I could do more than just talk about it, right? But I, I ain't got that power. I barely got the pull. Right. So a bunch of women came forward with these allegations. Uh, I'm going to cover a couple of screenshots just to kind of show the pattern and uh, show a little bit of the context. So here is uh, here is uh, the first screenshot of one of the allegations. Uh, I want to address the allegations against Shinblade's sexual assault and to clarify why TSE banned him from our tournaments. Discovering that I'm not the only one he has wronged is heartbreaking, and the tactics his community uses to silence and harass women in the scene are terrifying. Speaking out is crucial, but it's not always easy. Right? And they go on to say, At KIT, Shinblade made me uncomfortable by trying to touch me inappropriately, despite taking me back to my hotel room and getting me food. I won't disclose the name of the person I contacted for help, as they wish to remain anonymous. I'm speaking up now because I refuse to let others suffer in silence. So... I mean, to me, that's pretty cut and dry. And of course, like you can talk about like hearsay, like she, he said, she said. But the thing is, more than one person has come out with these allegations. All of them are pointing to this pattern of Shinblade being shitty to women, to the point of uh, assault or harassment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is this this is bad, right? Uh, and on top of that, the harassment for the people who have come forward is even worse, right? Like that that's literally like the cherry on top of this shit sandwich caused by Shinblade and his crew. So, well, Shinblade and the people around him. Maybe not crew, I don't know. Um here is the uh another piece of uh 
information that was put out on Twitter. In 2020, when allegations came out, I was someone, I, I was somehow the one on trial when I didn't want to immediately defend him because even back then I noticed a pattern and wanted to learn more. So this is uh, somebody that was close to Shimblade. Fast forward to now, and it's a rerun of 2020, just with a different cast. Same non-defense, same harassment campaign, same intimidation tactics, except this time things are being done about it. Since we're not at the peak pandemic, I can corroborate with person, uh, person who came forward statement that yes, they do use intimidation tactics to silence folks. They pretty much wore me down mentally, constantly trying to defend him when I didn't want anything to do with it and wanted to wait. And it worked. I, and I detached myself from the situation and eventually repressed it. That ain't going to happen now. And if I catch heat, oh, well. And then they go on to say, there we go. Back in 2020, uh, me, the person writing this, and uh, Shinblade, him, were supposed to have a call with a mediator. Again, why is this happening? I'm not the one being accused of something other than I didn't want to defend him without more facts. Of course, it's not between me and him because, again, he can't defend himself and brought his girlfriend, Zoo. Nothing was accomplished, again, like in another, uh, the other person who came out. Uh, with a statement statement you cannot talk to them like adults just a lot of yelling and after i had had enough i told him to shut the fuck up he threatened to kill my cats my cats got nothing to do with anything he threatened to come and kill and remember they live in the they live in the same city we live in the same city that should have been it forever but again i detached myself from the situation and repressed it so it's not only bad enough that we're seeing a pattern of his conduct towards women. Now we're seeing a pattern of how he chooses, he, he and his girlfriend and his friends choose to handle the situation. Maybe I won't say friends. Is it community? I'm assuming it's a community. But anyway, this is bad. This is shitty. This is terrible, right? On top of sexually assaulting and sexually harassing women, he's now threatening to kill pets of people who supposedly are his friends or close with him. Right. Um, so all this shit kind of really fucking sucks. And to put a big to put a big topper on this shit sandwich that is already happening. Right. Uh, more people on Twitter came out giving their sides or like their per, like uh, not perspectives, their experiences with Shinblade. Here's one of them. I blurred out the names to make sure everybody gets uh, stays anonymous because because Shinblade, his community, and his friends, his girlfriend, whatever, are like harassing people. I figured the best I can do is just at least keep the names anonymous, right? Uh, so here is a tweet. I stopped helping TO his events when I came to him about my role as a TO not being respected. When he let players check in slash play after being DQ'd and I was met with, well, when y'all look how y'all look, men have a hard time listening to you, especially when y'all don't talk to them nicely. So just to be clear, this is a woman. Uh, and on top of that, that's this is somebody who ran brackets for tournaments. So this is happening not only to women in the FGC, but to T like TOs and bracket runners, like the people who basically prop this entire scene up. And it's unbelievably frustrating that A, this happens in the first place. B, we as the FGC are not supporting these people who are coming forward with this shit. And C, they're getting harassed. Like, this shit really like makes me so stupidly upset. Uh, 
And it, it sucks that like I'm sitting here talking about how upset I am because I can't even imagine what the victims are feeling right through all, all this shit. Uh, and, you know, to put a real big cap on it, that wasn't even the only person who is a bracket runner slash TO who had to deal with bullshit like this. Here's another one. When I ran brackets, uh, when I ran his bracket prior by myself, he also said that men have a hard time taking orders from women. He stated that they come to him and ask, who the fuck is this? In which I told him, if I'm running brackets for you, you should tell him exactly who the fuck I am. So, it's... Not to mention, I got a lot of information, including like receipts, screenshots and stuff from his girlfriend harassing people who have come forward. Other people in his circle or his community coming like harassing people you can literally just see this shit on twitter uh there it's out there for everybody to see people just being completely shitty and harassing these people who have suffered at his hand and at the hands of people around him just for coming forward and talking about how shitty he is and how he has sexually harassed and sexually assaulted them so this is really really frustrating this is really shitty uh we in the FGC need to do better. And I hope, again, I hope that by bringing this forward and putting all of this together, because this the statements that I read from uh, before are three different people, right? Three different people came forward with like big like uh, iCloud note statements that you, that, you know, uh, basically shine a light on this whole thing. And, ugh. Man, it, it, the thing that sucks is, A, this happened in 2020. B, it's still a problem. So for anybody involved um, with either TOing, I know we have a couple of big TOs that listen to this broadcast. Um, please take a look and do something, right? I don't have the power to do anything. I'm just some idiot who sits here in a comfy robe in a room with a wall, and I just blab on about stuff. So please, if you have the power to do something, do it. And we already have a couple people who are doing that, thankfully. Uh, Jabaili, after being asked, uh, I think it was Cuddlecore that brought, like, specifically tagged a couple of TOs on Twitter. Uh, this was Jabaili's response. Shimblade is unable to register for CEO 2024. I've already added to the autoban list as I compile. And uh, I've, I've already added to the autoban list as I compile enough reports altogether for something more formal if needed. So, yeah. Um, we can't, I, this just can't happen. Uh, it, I, it, it keeps happening and it can't happen, right? Uh, there's already like so many people you know, complaining, oh, FGC is a sausage fest, blah, blah, blah. No fucking wonder, right? This shit sucks. And the, the, to the victims, I'm so sorry you had to deal with this. And on top of that, you had to deal with the harassment, right? Um, man, I, I just fucking hate it. I just fucking hate it. I, I genuinely wish I could do something and stop the thing. But here I am, right? Here I am. Um, again, I wanted to be real careful uh, how I spoke about this because I don't want to put any victims in the crosshairs of more harassment and more bullshit. Um yeah, but I think all in all, that's all I have to say. And that's all I got, right? Uh, the the fact that this is a pattern and multiple people who don't know each other are saying the same things is extremely bad. So I think it's time for us to, you know, buckle up.
buckle up and do something about it. Anywho, this is not fun, and I hate it, and this sucks. And again, I'm sorry to all of the people involved who have suffered. But we got the rest of the show to do. And I don't know. I genuinely don't know how to transition out of this. I'm just pissed and sad. So I'm just going to transition out of it. Uh, hey, uh, everybody in the chat, can you guys do me a favor? Can you, can you guys mash? Do, do mash. Just type in, you know, best of V mash. Just mash it out. Mash it out. We have to summon automatic. He has to come save the show. Die by sword. Thank you for... Great, great, great way to transition out of it. Sorry, thank you for the show. Everybody's mashing. We have to summon automatic. Oh, here he is. Hey, look who's very esports today. Whoa. You got the got, got the my old Street SFL. Fighter League jersey on. You got the SFL League shirt. That's cool. Uh, if I can cheat a little bit. Whoop. Oh, 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 movie magic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh. First of all, welcome to the show. Uh, I was just talking about some real sad shit, and I—I I, I was there. Okay. <laughs> uh, I as much as I, I wish I could do something about it, I think we just need to move forward and go to something more fun. Um, yeah. I was waiting I, in the wings to bring bearings of joy, tidings, and positivity, <laughs> and uh, hitbox products. Yes. So Woo! you got a new toy. I did. So what, what you got there? Because I'm eSports. Oh, you got it for... So Hitbox sent you something. Uh, No, not Hitbox at oh, all. Not Hitbox. <laughs> I take it back. No. <laughs> I like those guys, though. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they, anyways, okay, I'll tell you... Somebody sent you I'll something. I'll tell you... I, I'll go through the process. I got an email, and I ignored it a month ago. <laughs> and then... You know how you get scam emails that all start similarly? Hey, I saw your stream. Uh, I love the way you predicted that jump in in Street Fighter. I'm a big fan. Would you like to try this and this and this? If you, we're gonna, if you sell this many units, we can we can pay you this. <sighs> this email was worded a bit worse than like what seems like a scam email. It was like not really broken English, but for there wasn't like a hello or a best wishes or no signature at the end it was basically like hey man you're pretty cool you want to try this out i'm pretty sure it's from a chinese company this is where i think it's originated from but it's called the hot 42 let me see if i can be like this Woo! look Whoa. at the movie magic it's called a hot 42 and uh i want to open well let me finish that story before so i saw another youtuber say the same thing so i guess they're just going around to like maybe mid to low level content creators and just sending them out and getting free videos, which is what I'm gonna do right now, if you don't mind. Oh, sick. <laughs> I, I love free content. So I took the, I, I guess you can say I took the bait, but the reason why is there's two things that kind of caught my eye. It's really, it's really cheap. It's cost efficient, almost too good to be true with a price tag. This particular model, the S series, for me in my region from Amazon is 74 73.99 73 73 99 and what's it um, called again it's called a hot it's a S series hot like search hot 42 dude I looked at the website and one of the images wasn't available and I'm like I'm about to get some <laughs> something's about to come in the mail that it's gonna ruin and this is hot <laughs> like French I, hot right 
H A U T E. H A U T E. Yes. It's, okay. Uh, there we go. It's hard to see. Uh, so for me on Amazon, it's actually seventy four bucks. But for me, it was actually three ninety nine because I'm esports. Whoa. But that, so that's one selling point for me. I was like, okay, that's interesting. How is something that cheap and that and oh, maybe it's got some good quality to it. But it also has extra buttons because you know you need a drive impact button, a drive parry button, and extra jump button. And who knows what to use this one for? <laughs> but that's really interesting to me because it's it's it is a PC product. I believe it's built on a Raspberry Pi, which I don't know anything about that. But oh. um, seventy four dollars means that you could also buy a converter, and it would still be less than some of the other products out there. Mm-hmm. So. Is it good quality? That's kind of an important, usually low price tag implies and eh, not so good quality. And while I have play tested this and I've found some things that are cons, it's really good for 74 bucks. So let me, let me go ahead and get into some of these features. So of course it does have the standard hitbox layout, the directions, all the buttons, but it also has left stick and right stick. So you can bind those to Whoa. drive impact, drive parry or whatever uh, allows you to cheat. I don't quite know what this button is, uh, but this one is an extra up. So you got all these buttons that you have available to you to play these cool modern fighting games, right? Cool. It also has a turbo feature in case you want to play Street Fighter 2 Turbo and <laughs> use the Honda or Chun-Li. I'm not sure what else you would use that for. And what I do like about it, uh, whereas you have some other... Well, I can just show you. On the snack box, you have these menu buttons like share... They're on the left side of the of the of the uh, peripheral. On the hitbox, they're off to the side right here. If you want to access those, what I think is cool about this is it's on your right hand and it's easily accessible. It's still in length of your hand width to actually reach over there, so it's easy to just go hit pause and then you know go to the menu training mode settings and adjust as needed. I think that's great. Uh, so Die by Sword is asking if there's a dedicated T-back macro. There must be. I mean, okay. So on that subject, let me plug it in right quick. And what's, the, what's the plug, by the way? Is it USB-C? It Whoa. is USB-C. And right. If I would critique one thing about it, it would be the wire that comes with it. I don't have my, my Streamlabs thing set up. I've been doing a lot of troubleshooting lately for my computer setup. So let me see if you can see this. The USB cord is, it's not the worst possible USB cord. It is weirdly tight, whatever I plug it into, but this is probably like a cheaper, it's not braided. It's not like, this is going to be the first thing to break in my opinion, Mm. but it is a USB-C cord. So it's not that difficult to replace. But yes, look, it's like really hard to get it in there and secure it. They're really, uh, maybe I put it on the top one. I don't know. Anyways. Well, it looks real so, cool. Yeah. Wait, okay, so hold up. So first of all, I see I see the buttons. They got some LED stuff that looks pretty nice. Yep. What is the glows. situation? What's the situation with the display on the bottom left there? I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know though. Best I don't I don't know how to switch modes, but it tells you what mode that you are in. So now right right now it's an SOCD neutral. You can't see it with this with this oh, uh, Logitech Tain yeah. 80. <laughs> it tells you that. And it also serves as a built-in button check as you press oh, the button. Oh shit, that's cool. $74, by the way. <laughs> and the buttons all light up as you press them. I did notice that you don't have to press them fully to get the response. So that's, in my opinion, that's very good. It requires less uh, less travel time, less pressure on the button. So it's faster, basically. 
physically, it would be faster to do that. Uh, so I think that's great. I would recommend putting Drive Impact down here, Harry up here, or playing Street Fighter 6. So you can have your thumb on this button and then switch it over for drive impact like this. And then you got parry up here. Yeah. And I think that's really good. And then you can actually use things like the simultaneous input assistant. So you can ensure that you're getting OD moves, which is not that difficult. You don't really have that problem so much in Street Fighter 6. Mm -hmm. I think, kind of, maybe, a little bit. You have different input problems. <laughs> but yeah, I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's really good. So I do want to get into... What are the downsides of this? For this, I got my my uh, dad measuring stick. Whoa! This is eight inches width and uh, five inches long. It's smaller than a snack box. Smaller than snack box. Man, is it comfy at all? <laughs> so here's the hit box. I can fit two of these. <laughs> I can fit two of these on a hitbox. Whoa, that's crazy. So <laughs> Small. this is a good thing and a not so good thing. It's very small, very, very small. Surprisingly, it seems heavier than the snack box. So I do think it has that speaks to its durability a little bit. Uh, but yeah, there's no chance. Let me see if I can show you on the snack box. I need a surface to play on it. Even that, I can't. I can't manspread and play like an old G third strike player. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. This thing, I don't even know if you can see it that well, but it, I can fit it on one knee. Play like this, maybe. <laughs> oh, the the goblin mode. <laughs> it is a dinky, stinky thing, which is great for travel. That's awesome. You know, portability is probably the highest tier it could possibly be. I don't know how much smaller you could make this. And they do have other options that are that are bigger, and they cost a little bit more. But that is one of the problems. If you put it on a desk, it's okay. I think like that, it's all right. Now, I do notice because of the, I don't know, this is the length, your, my palms cannot rest on it. So it must be on whatever the surface is below it. So using this thing on your lap or on your knee, I think it has to be on a desk. And with that in mind, whoop. Ain't no slip mat. Ain't no. <laughs> there ain't no surface to keep it steady. But that's easily amended. You can buy some pads somewhere at a cheap store. You can put something down on your desk. I so here's I I, I wouldn't suggest this to go to tournaments with unless you modify it a little bit and you know they got desks at the tournament. Um, but yeah, the size is a plus and a minus. But this could be a good product to transition into Hitbox. And I think the extra buttons are what kind of puts it over the top for that kind of testing ground. Because I do I do think if you're in the if you're in the market for a hitbox, you're looking for efficiency. And part of that is having more buttons available these days for Features like drive impact, drive parry, so you don't have to press two buttons at once, or you might risk getting counter accidentally doing a Kara parry and all that nonsense. Uh, but that is pretty much the two, the three things. There's no padding on the back. The USB cord seems like it's just average. It's, it's going to be the first thing that breaks on this, in my opinion. And the size is a good thing and a bad thing. But for the price. Man, that's really hard to beat, man. 74 
dollars that's really good in my opinion so i i like this product a lot and i would if oh, do i have chocolate on my shirt chocolate <laughs> i would buy this if i but here's the thing i wouldn't buy it unless i knew it was good <laughs> so now i'm confident saying that i i like it as a product um hopefully they can send me the bigger versions that'd be nice <laughs> Thank you. yeah no i was uh i was taking a look at the combo drone which is the combos version of like the smallest and cheapest stick they have and even that's above uh 100 bucks so uh 144 so that's pretty cool it's a pretty good starting point price uh die sword has a genius idea in the chat by the way uh he says to just use a food tray i kind of got one of those that's what i usually mount beneath my desk and i put a camera uh, above it but it's got to have a surface that is you know not slippery yeah so you might, might have to buy a couple extra things like uh rubber and or velcro it should be when you buy it on amazon it's like people who have purchased this product have also <laughs> bought the martha stewart <laughs> slip mat <laughs> Oh man, uh, that's pretty cool though. I I am uh, honestly I'm a big fan of the fact that it displays. So can you? You said there are different modes. Do you know what the different modes are? I know you said like SOCD neutral oh. is what it's currently on. I want to mention one more thing that I love about this. Oh, the the shipping and packaging is so bare bones. It's like all right, here's a box, here's a bag with the product in it, here's a sheet of paper with some instructions. There you go. Like this is. This is what <laughs> I mean, look, let's be real. Nobody reads the instruction manuals anyway, right? They're just saving paper. And it comes with some extra parts. Sorry, I think I just hit the microphone. This is, it gives you some extra a switch or something. Mm. And they're, they're killing it on the, the, what are these called? String ties? They got one total for the whole thing. Got a little sticker. Boom. This is what it is. <laughs> now, honestly, I, I love that. I love that. It's just minimal. Here it is. It works. It's got all the features. Good cost. Boom. So, I don't know. Here's a sheet of paper that says D-pad modes. D-pad modes. You can do back start down for D-pad. Uh, SOCD modes. Home start up. So, maybe you do it as you plug in. Maybe you can just do it all the time. You might be able to just switch it while it's plugged in. Home start and up is up priority mode. Home start down. Neutral mode. Home start left. Last input priority. Whatever. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Ah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And, it also uh, it reminds me of one of these. Hold on. Reminds me of one of these, right? Where like you press start and one of the one of these buttons and you can change it into different uh inputs. Mm. Right? Like you have X input with X and D input with Y. Mm. So you can play it on like a Nintendo Switch or you can play it on like an Xbox. That's kind of what that reminds me of. It's pretty cool. I have one more thing that I want to mention. It's, Do it. it's I don't mean to derail. No, no, no. I, I, because it's funny where I'm at now. Because I, I was a big, I am a big supporter of the Hitbox company, and it's always been kind of weird to me when other people just kind of like, hey, we got a Hitbox too, <laughs> and it's like, you know, just cheating off somebody else's paper. But that gets into a lot of weird things like patent law and mm -hmm. whatever the inside baseball would happen there. So, you know, for a while, I didn't like that other people were kind of just copying that idea. But at, at the end of the day, it's going to happen. And it has happened. 
and competition's good i think i think having a monopoly on the market eh, it's not always the best thing and we see some improvements so yeah Ooh. nice um yeah i think there was like some actual legal issue with hitbox uh with hitbox and i think it was paradise arcade or whoever, like whoever makes the snack box anyway i don't know how that ended that- but I don't know yeah. how that ended, but they're still no, selling it, so I'm assuming nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, but that's cool, man. I it's cool to see some new ideas dropped into that thing. Aside from like how many buttons it has, right? <laughs> uh, I think the the biggest part is things are too expensive now, and mm-hmm. this is a solution to that. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, is it? So my my one question, because this is what I worry about with things that are small. I have. Rachmaninoff hands, as my old piano teacher used to say, <laughs> where my fingers are too long to do anything uh, except play piano, I suppose. Uh, does, like, are you, compared to a snack box and a hitbox, like, is it more, like, uh, bunched compact. in? Is it more compact? Hmm. It feels about the same. Uh, just about the same. I think the buttons are the same size. Probably... Actually, I think it is slightly more compact than Snackbox buttons are, and probably about the same as Hitbox. I'm just eyeballing it. It does look like it's it's squeezed in slightly more than the other ones. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that. Nice. So I also played Rachmaninoff in a talent the talent show in high school. Oh damn! Which one? Two. Rachmaninoff uh, number two. The the one that was in G. I forgot. Oh, you know the one that's really slow, and in the middle it's really fast, and it goes really slow again. I think it, it I starts. Think dun, dun, dun. You know that one. Yeah, I think it's Rachmaninoff too. Sounds about right. Uh, but so overall, uh, you said your thoughts are if you're thinking about going into the leverless, uh, transitioning into the leverless land, leverless area, uh. That you you would recommend something uh this uh product that this review product that you received without having a real scoring system and just making up numbers i give it an eight out of ten nice good wait make it out of five because this is the best of five <laughs> four to five <laughs> <laughs> quick math <laughs> uh cool so a uh, four out of five so uh where where can we so you said amazon they sell this on amazon is there anywhere else yeah, people yeah. can look at there's them? a website that they got uh, hot 42 fm that's <laughs> 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 actually hot42.com hot42.com so there you go uh thanks for sharing your review with us here on the best of five uh really appreciate that I'll sure. send Can you a I copy use that of this archive video. And post it yeah, yeah. YouTube. I'll send you a copy of the video. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted me to do a review. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll send it. Just do a review. Like, all right, sure. I see everybody Ooh. else have like the 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 the, the rack focus shots and like the cool stuff to the box. I just do it live. <laughs> just, Dude, there you go. Look, sometimes that's all you need, right? Just do it live. Who cares? Uh, you know. Hey, pay f- me on now, so I mean, Film schools <laughs> for jerks. Film schools for jerks. Uh, to media production. Thank oh. you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I didn't want to do Spanish class, so I was like, all right, I got what I wanted out of it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. At least it wasn't film school. Because film school is like a whole different beast. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of film school, Hollywood 
is hosting Capcom Cup 10 starting this mm. Friday. Not Burbank. Not Burbank. Hollywood. That's where this was. Oh, this was... Uh, I think... Honestly, I think the the company that ran your season of SFL, I think is the same company that I worked for and got laid off from. So, fuck that. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know for sure. But anyway. <laughs> Either way, fuck them. I met Sinbad at the airport. I saw Sinbad. I was like, hey, man, appreciate the laughs. And I didn't I was, I was, didn't give an extended handshake, no selfie. Hey, man, thanks for the laughs. Have a nice day. <laughs> it was almost rude how nice I was to him. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, Capcom Cup 10. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's coming up. Thank you. Uh, it's coming up this Friday. This Friday starts the last chance qualifier competition. And it's going to go for a whole... The Capcom Cup is going to go for a whole seven days. Damn, that's a lot of days. Wait, eight days? But it's also broken up, right? It's like, yes. it's like the LCQ, and then they pause for a second, and then people spend more money on their hotels and mm -hmm. not going to work, and then you have more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then so there's the LCQ, and then there's the Street Fighter League Finals, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then there's, uh, I think it's top sixteen, and then top eight. So, lots of days, lots of money for those that can enjoy it, and not so much for those of us that can't. Uh, <laughs> Dimasword says, "You mean who wants to be a millionaire?" The Luke edition. Uh, oh boy, that's pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, so. <laughs> We will not know what the groups are until tomorrow because, of course, it's tomorrow, right? Not before our show, always after. Um, and you missed it a little earlier. I was talking about uh, we're going to have the Flow Memorial Capcom Cup CPU tournament, uh, CPU yeah. charity tournament. Uh, you know, we're going to have lots of fun with that. That's going to be real fun. We're, uh, the charity that we're raising money for is called Alve the Alvea Sanctuary. Uh, it's an animal sanctuary over here. I talked about them on the show. It's run by that one streamer lady uh maya uh who we watched react to uh fighting game people not knowing fighting games um but anyway the stuff she does over there is really amazing and the fact that we can at least help a little bit is pretty cool so that'll be thursday it starts at 2 p.m central you and i we're going to talk about schedules and stuff later uh right but yeah nice mate yes uh anyway all that aside before well this is going to be a little bit tougher because they haven't uh announced or they haven't shown the brackets just yet but automatic i want us to get some picks we need to do a pizza slash quesabiria bet oh okay okay you sure about that yes so you want me to have another quesabiria i'm about to be eating good sure uh look i'll buy quesabirias all day i i just like gambling uh <laughs> but anyway here is the list of very small names let me go ahead and uh, do one of these. And just, you know, do one of Zoom. Okay, that's a little huh. bit better. Uh, okay, so here are the players uh, that have qualified. Off uh, uh, On offline premieres, we have Angry Bird, Gotcha Coon, and Chris Wong. Uh, from the Capcom Pro Tour online premieres, we have Travis Styles, Kusanagi, Snake Eyes, Dookie, NL, Kaba, Kamikaze XTM, Jabim, uh, Phenom, Garnet, DCQ, Big Bird, Bravery, Mr. Crimson, Rain Pro, Kawano, Knuckle Dew, and Soif. And last but not least, 
the World Warrior Circuit, for those of you that remember, the World Warrior was basically regional uh, tournament or yeah, regional tournaments that you would then go on a leaderboard for. And if you were at the top of the leaderboard, you won. You, uh, you won a spot. So we have Mike X, Nephew, Fudo, Sian, Joe Umarogan, Duel Kevin, ROF, Valmaster, Leshar, Mirkin, MenRD, Uma327, Fandroid, Android, Fandroid, I did read that, right? Takamura, Destroy Gods, uh, Shaka22, Shadoken, uh, GG Halibel, Nero the Boxer, Solving, uh, Crossover, Ren, Juninho, Samuel, Despair King, and Ending Walker. So those are the 32 players. And of course, there's one spot left, which is for the LCQ. Those are the 32 players that are officially going to Capcom Cup. Now, automatic. Here's how this bet's going to work. Choose five players. I'll choose five players. Whichever combo of players makes it the furthest will win the bet. Shoot. Now, this is going to be extra tricky, because, and this is going to be a true gamble because we don't know what groups these players are in. So the way the groups, uh, the way the groups work is, I believe it's uh, two, two players make it out of each group. So there will be... Actually, you know what? Why don't I just pull up the fucking website, you know? Instead of just guessing. I literally read this today like four times to for when it came on the show. I could just like call it. Uh, but it's, it's gone. My brain doesn't work as good as it used to. Uh, it, yep. So eight groups of six players... And the first and second place winners of each group will advance to the finals. And the finals is 16 players who won the group stage. So, we don't know what groups are group which. We don't know who the last chance qualifier is. <laughs> so, make a pick. Let's do let's do like, let's do draft like where you pick one and I'll pick okay. one. We'll go until we get five. Since you are the co-host and uh, the the person of Hanner, and you shared uh, the Chot 42 with us, you can go first. Kawano. Kawano? Okay. So somebody in chat, put the die by sword, write this down. So you're choosing Kawano. Uh, let me put this, I probably should have this on the screen, huh? Mm. You know, I... I'll, I'll go with Men RD. Dang it. That was my next pick. <laughs> okay. Uh, Angry Bud. RD. I'm also writing it down. Angry Bird. Dude, I, I've been watching a lot of his videos recently, and I didn't think that anybody else other than me would appreciate it as much, but how he says, look at this, is my favorite thing. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. Uh, it's great. I'm a big fan. Uh, anyway, so you chose Angry Bird. Uh... <laughs> uh, damn, this is tough. Why did I do this? Uh, I'll go. Uh, 
Ah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pick him. Sure. Uh, give me Fudo. I'll take Fudo. Dang it! That was my pick to win it. Really? Interesting. Okay, so... Uh, you got Kawano, Angry Bird. I got Mena RD and Fudo. All right, this next pick is going to be a from the heart pick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dual Kevin. Dual Kevin. Dual Kevin. Mm. Yeah, he he was, you know, he was going to be on my list. Dual Wink. Kevin. Dual Kevin. Um, hmm. Damn, you know what? There's a part of me that really wants to pick Ending Walker, but I'm going to hold off. I was about to say, you sure about that? Because I was thinking about picking him up. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh... screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't know if this is the right choice or not, but, you know, much like you did your pick from the heart, I'm going to pick Knuckle Dude. Oh, man, I was... Okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> My next pick is the best character in the game, DCQ. <laughs> Play JP, so I'm going to go with that. Okay, DCQ. That's, uh, that's four, so this is our second to last pick. Um, let me see here. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. I well, ah, ah. There we go. Uh, ah, uh, man. I uh, there are like eight people I want to pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me. You know, give me Chris Wong. I'll take Chris Wong. Ah, uh, that's a good pick. He's probably underrated for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, final pick. Uh, okay, let me think. I got a Luke, a Ken, a Luke, <laughs> and a JP. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tear enthusiast. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't put that together. Well... You haven't selected ending Walker yet. So, to, um, well, it's the last pick. So, for me, it's between ending Walker and Phenom, I think. There's one mm. more that I wanted to include, which I think was Knuckle Dude because he's won a Capcom Cup before. So, he's been to that stage. So, he yeah. has experience. Uh, any more Luke players out there? <laughs> <laughs> Phenom plays Ken, so between Phenom and Ending Walker, let's go with I'll go with Ending Walker because Luke is coming out. Okay. Maybe the power up. Okay. I'm gonna pick this next my last pick is what some people believe is the dark horse, but I genuinely think he's probably gonna make either top three or top six. Big bird. <laughs> so I'm gonna go big bird. So here are our picks. Automatic, you have Kawano, Angry Bird, Dual Kevin, DCQ, and Ending Walker. Right. I have Menardi, Fudo, 
Knuckle Dew, Chris Wong, and Big Bird. Any one of uh, I think most of these can probably win it. Yeah. Uh, and Die by Sword saying, don't be sleeping on the LCQ. We don't know who it is. So, <laughs> what are you just going to say? Ah, oh, what is the LCQ is going to get? <laughs> I voted for DCQ. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. He's the. the uh, is there a number that starts with a D? It's a. <laughs> Uh, anyway, dang old uh, chance qualifier, dang old chance qualifier. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so sick. Uh, this is pre that's pretty cool. I'm a fan. Uh, so when Capcom Cup happened, whoever has the most players finishing the highest will win the bet. Okay, and I have it saved, and we have the clips. Got shake on it. Oh, we're good, we're good, we're good. What'd you say? The Hey Arnold. <laughs> Maybe we should do that instead. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Hey, everybody, me again. So it was at this point that we did the Infinite Craft thing. Uh, during this one hour of <laughs> Chippo and I trying to get Street Fighter in this game, uh, we found out that Capcom Cup 10 was not going to have any content released, and uh, our initial reactions were little rough uh but here are the afterthoughts and i think uh jibbo uh jibbo slash automatic does a really really good job of summing them up so here is the outro of the episode thanks again thoughts final thoughts on capcom cup 10 <laughs> not having any content uh that no. is out of control that's crazy yeah. it seems like such a it seems like a joke like a troll april fool's joke that's, yeah that that I don't know how to make sense out of it. Here, let me, uh, they, they've seen that maybe it's an Alex trailer. Maybe they're just joking and we get finally the Street Fighter 5. No, dude, Alex they did the it. whole thing. So I, I'm not going to pull it up on stream because that's going to take too long. But they did the whole thing where they have like the graphic. Oh. And it says, uh, it says, congratulations to the talented players who will be competing to be the first Street Fighter 6 Capcom Cup champion. As we will be focused on the competition at hand, We'd like to provide advance notice that there won't be any new gameplay or content reveals at Capcom Cup 10. However, there will be more esports news coming at Capcom Cup 10, so stay tuned. So they're announcing right. Capcom Cup 11. I think that's it. That's the same thing they did last year, isn't it? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm off. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to make sense of it. Uh, last year, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, they just announced Capcom uh, Cup But Street 10. Fighter 6, I don't think Street Fighter 6, Street Fighter 6 wasn't out at that time. No. They show footage, I don't recall. No, they just announced Capcom they, Cup uh... 10 in the $2 million prize pool. Oh, and that's Do you, do you suspect that this is the end of Street Fighter 6 in terms of big prize pulls from Capcom Cup. Do you think they're going to maintain like the $2 million thing? Do you think next year it's going to be 500000 So my first thought when they announced the $2 million prize pool is it definitely was not going to be more than one year, right? Because that's a shit ton of money. With that said, Street Fighter Six sold hella well, right? Like they got like... 
like what, what did they get like are they at like two million sales three million sales and they're Wait. catching up to power power bro yeah. world <laughs> yeah, but the, the, thing is, the, the thing is street fighter 5 in its entire lifetime like barely hit 7 million i think so the fact that it sold really well makes me think that they might do something but i don't think it's gonna be 2 million there ain't no way 3 million units sold worldwide 2 million 3 3 oh damn yeah that's great Yeah, so there's a part of me that also thinks... Like, do you remember when they did the teaser for Tekken at EVO 2022? The teaser for Tekken 8? And they uh, didn't, no, uh, I don't. They didn't, so they oh, didn't yeah, yeah, announce do. anything. They just had, like, the uh, the Kazuya face. <laughs> Tasty Steve ripped somebody's arm off? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Tasty Steve rip and uh, Harada, like, got really into it. They were fighting each other. Uh, but... Later, we found out that there was a PlayStation State of Play, like not like two or three weeks after Evo, where they did the full mm. like, Tekken 8 announcement slash reveal. So, it's possible that, well, my thought is, Capcom has been showing off a lot of stuff on these PlayStation State of Plays, on all of this, uh, on all of this stuff, and not necessarily FGC channels. So I wonder if they're keeping Capcom Cup just to esports news, and then for actual game news, they're gonna go towards like the Game Awards or you know, uh, uh, what's it called, Gamescom Live or whatever it is that the, the other Jeff Keighley show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? This is a okay. Which one is going to have more views? Capcom Cup or those announcement shows, Game Awards, etc.? Which one's going to have more views? So it would make more sense to... Uh-huh. Yeah, so... <laughs> that I, makes sense? I, I think that... And this really saddens me to even think about this, but I think the, the days of announcements at Majors is starting to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think I, yeah, you know what? I actually, thoughts. I think the announcement at majors for the bigger games are starting to go, but I have a feeling like a lot of other games are going to start. I have some make announcements. I have some off the record comments. I'll, I'll DM to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because if you if you announce it during Capcom Cup, you can't just re-announce it at a bigger show. You know? mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you could, but it wouldn't make sense to do that. Yeah. Uh, the thing that sucks is. You're gonna get a bigger audience of people who are super into Street Fighter Six at Capcom Cup over target audience, but you know the majority of the sales going to or the majority of the sales from Street Fighter are coming from the people who are not in the FGC. So follow that money. Yeah, it's true. Follow that money. Yep, 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 yep. All right, uh, we are over by about an hour and a half, so I apologize uh, for nice. not keeping that. I apologize for not keeping that short. I did not think it was going to take us an hour to get to Street Fighter, I'll be honest. I thought it was going to take us like at least 15, 20 minutes. Uh, so that's my bad. <laughs> it was fun, though. Uh, any final thoughts before we split skis? Lord Automatic. Nope. 
I can stream. I'm confident to stream again. I didn't like that my computer was crashing and I was having all these problems. So, yeah. Uh, probably not tomorrow, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Maybe tomorrow night, possibly. Thank you for that. But me. I will be able to stream. <laughs> yeah, I will be able to stream again. Gotcha. All right. Well, more streams over at Automatic. Thursday is the Flow Memorial Charity Capcom Cup CPU tournament. <clears throat> I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, I did make a graphic for it. I don't know. I, I kind of hate it because it didn't like it didn't come out quite like I wanted it to, but I do think it's still pretty funny. I am saying this sentence so that I can buy some time so that I can pull it up from here. There we go. Anyway, here's this shitty graphic I made up for it. Uh. The Flow Memorial CPU Capcom Cup Charity Tournament, Thursday, the 15th, this Thursday, the day before Capcom Cup starts, 2 p.m. Central at, uh, here, benefiting Alveus Sanctuary. We're going to have some guest commentators hop in along the way if we hit certain uh, money milestones, charity donation amount milestones, so that's going to be pretty exciting. But yeah, I think that's all we got, right? Any, any, any final parting words before we say goodbye to everybody? I uh, fixed my computer up, so I'll be able to stream. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, my my brain ain't all there. But anyway, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Best of Five. Uh, I'm Elon. This is... I'm on a mech! The, the Lord. The... Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. All right, let's get out of here while, while, while we still can. All right, bye.